Section 13 of Prayers and Meditations by Samuel Johnson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 1774. The 1st of January, near two in the morning. Almighty God, merciful Father, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, but wouldest that all should be saved, have mercy upon me. As thou hast extended my life, increase my strength, direct my purposes, and confirm my resolution, that I may truly serve thee, and perform the duties which thou shalt allot me. Relieve, O gracious Lord, according to thy mercy, the pains and distempers of my body, and appease the tumults of my mind. Let my faith and obedience increase as my life advances, and let the approach of my death incite my desire to please thee, and invigorate my diligence in good works, till at last, when thou shalt call me to another state, I shall lie down in humble hope, supported by thy Holy Spirit, and be received to everlasting happiness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I hope to read the Gospels before Easter, to rise at eight, to be temperate in food. This year has passed with so little improvement that I doubt whether I have not rather impaired than increased my learning. To this omission, some external causes have contributed. In the winter, I was distressed by a cough. In the summer, an inflammation fell upon my useful eye, from which it has not yet, I fear, recovered. In the autumn I took a journey to the Hebrides, but my mind was not free from perturbation. Yet the chief cause of my deficiency has been a life immethodical and unsettled, which breaks all purposes, confounds and suppresses memory, and perhaps leaves too much leisure to imagination. O Lord, have mercy upon me. 1775. Maundy Thursday the 13th of April. Of the use of time, or of my commendation of myself, I thought no more, but lost life in restless nights and broken days, till this week awakened my attention. This year has passed with very little improvement, perhaps with diminution of knowledge. Much time I have not left, infirmities oppress me, but much remains to be done, I hope to rise at eight, or sooner, in the morning. Good Friday, the 14th of April, 1775. Boswell came in before I was up. We breakfasted. I only drank tea without milk or bread. We went to church, saw Mr. Wetherall in the pew, and, by his desire, took him home with us. He did not go very soon, and Boswell stayed. Boswell and I went to church, but came very late. We then took tea by Boswell's desire, and I eat one bun, I think, that I might not seem to fast ostentatiously. Boswell sat with me till night. We had some serious talk. When he went, I gave Francis some directions for preparation to communicate. Thus has passed, hitherto, this awful day. 10.30pm. 
will I look back upon the resolutions of improvement and amendment, which have year after year been made and broken, either by negligence, forgetfulness, vicious idleness, casual interruption, or morbid infirmity. When I find that so much of my life has stolen unprofitably away, and that I can descry, by retrospection, scarcely a few single days properly and vigorously employed, why do I yet resolve again? I try, because reformation is necessary, and despair is criminal. I try in humble hope of the help of God. As my life has, from my earliest years, been wasted in a morning bed, my purpose is from Easter day to rise early, not later than eight. 11.15pm, Easter Eve, the 15th of April, 1775. I rose more early than is common, after a night disturbed by flatulencies, though I had taken so little. I prayed, but my mind was unsettled, and I did not fix upon the book. After the bread and tea I trifled, and about three ordered coffee and buns for my dinner. I find more faintness and uneasiness in fasting than I did formerly. While coffee was preparing, Collier came in, a man whom I had not seen for more than twenty years, but whom I consulted about Mackey's books. We talked of old friends and past occurrences, and eat and drink together. I then read a little in the Testament, and tried Fid's Body of Divinity, but did not settle. I then went to evening prayer, and was tolerably composed. At my return I sat a while, then retired, but found reading uneasy. 11pm. These days in which I fasted, I have not been sleepy, though I rested ill. Easter Day, the 16th of April, 1775. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, whose mercy is over all thy works, look with pity upon my misery and sins. Suffer me to commemorate in thy presence my redemption by thy Son, Jesus Christ. Enable me so to repent of my misspent time, that I may pass the residue of my life in thy fear and to thy glory. Relieve, O Lord, as seemeth best unto thee, the infirmities of my body and the perturbation of my mind. Fill my thoughts with awful love of thy goodness, with just fear of thine anger, and with humble confidence in thy mercy. Let me study thy laws, and labour in the duties which thou shalt set before me. Take not from me thy Holy Spirit, but incite in me such good desires as may produce diligent endeavours after thy glory and my own salvation. And when, after hopes and fears and joys and sorrows, thou shalt call me hence, receive me to eternal happiness, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Collier is dead. The 7th of April, 1776. Transcribed from a former book, with a slight emendation or two. With that book I parted, perhaps unnecessarily, by a catch. The 18th of September, 1775. 
O God, by whom all things were created and are sustained, who givest and takest away, in whose hands are life and death, accept my imperfect thanks for the length of days which thou hast vouchsafed to grant me. Impress upon my mind such repentance of the time misspent in sinfulness and negligence, that I may obtain forgiveness of all my offences, and so calm my mind and strengthen my resolutions, that I may live the remaining part of my life in thy fear and with thy favour. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me, but let me so love thy laws and so obey them, that I may finally be received to eternal happiness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Composed at Calais in a sleepless night and used before the morn of Notre Dame. Written at St. Thomas. End of section 13